Hello, and welcome to In the Studio with Anne podcast. I'm Anne, and as always, thank you so much for listening. Today, in this podcast, I'm going to talk about what I am and what I am not. I did a lesson with my kids today, and it really sparked a good conversation. So in the lesson, it asked them, we talked about truth, and then it asked them to write down three things that are true about themselves. And I thought, wow, I would have never thought to ask my kids to do that. And I really was impressed by their answers. And it really allowed me to go off on a little bit of a a side tangent, I guess you want to say, because it made me realize that if 42 years of my life has taught me anything, it is that you have to know who you are. And you you have to know that because this world, it, people in this world, everywhere you go, people are going to try to tell you who you are, mostly to protect themselves. And you're going to get branded. You're going to have people tell you who you are. And if you don't know truly, deeply down, rooted strong, who the heck you are, it's going to be scary for you. You're going to be, it's going to be hard. I mean, even knowing who I am, it's hard for me when I am faced with difficult situations where I have to be unlike what I want to be for the greater good. Um, it's hard. It still is hard, even though I do know who I am. Now, it's been a, a long journey for me because I've spent a lot of years being branded um, and having a stigma in my head believing who I was, growing up with not a very good childhood, um, a narcissistic, abusive mother, and just moving on into other relationships that, you know, I was unable to stand up for myself because I believed these things about myself. And I went into the world believing these negative things about myself. So when people saw that and tried to take advantage of me, they two made me believe that that's who I was. So today I want to talk about the importance of truly knowing who you are um, and having these things written down so that you can remember when you're in a situation that you're challenged, you can remember to put those things in front of your mind or in front of your face to say, no, that's not true. Um, because things can be conflicting. So what I want to start with is what I am. So I am a very kind, generous person. I would do anything for anybody as long as they are doing for themselves first. I am very respectful. I honor healthy boundaries. I love children. I treat other people's children like my own because I just have a very open heart, a very open mind. I am very reasonable. I am actually very easy to talk to. Um, I love um, diversity, especially in viewpoints, as long as it's done with respect and not trying to say it's only one way than another. Um, I love healthy debate and... I'm not vindictive. I'm not seeking out to ever harm anybody. I'm a very forgiving person. Um, I'd say that's about all I want to talk about right now. But let's next talk about some of the things I've been branded or told I am. So I've been told 
that I am a hothead. I have been told that I am uh, not worthy. I've been told that I am mean and nasty. I'm hard to talk to. I'm challenging. I've been told that I've been called bad names. But let me tell you what else I am to to kind of go with that list. So let's talk about a hothead. No, I'm not a hothead. I am willing to take on a confrontation when needed because I mentioned that I, I feel very strongly in healthy boundaries. And if I didn't mention that, I want to mention that because I'm going off the cuff here. I don't have a list. So I strongly believe in healthy boundaries. So if somebody is crossing a boundary for me, and they're being disrespectful and out of line. I don't, I don't have a problem speaking my truth. Saying things that people would find uncomfortable to say. I don't have a problem taking on a confrontation and sticking up for myself if I need to. So yes, I've been called a hothead. But I would say that person is the one who's unreasonable. Because I will say that. I have a lot of people who would disagree with that statement about me. And I've come to realize that just because you stand up for yourself doesn't make you a hothead. I've been called challenging. Well, it is challenging to deal with a person who will not be uncomfortable so that you're comfortable. And that's not fair to ask of somebody. And I will not do that anymore. I've done that. And I'm not going to do it. I will not make myself smaller to make somebody else bigger. I will not be uncomfortable so they can be comfortable. You know, I will say something else I'm not is I'm not somebody who um, enables. I'm not an enabler. I've, I'm not going to enable. That's a huge thing for me. I'm not an enabler. So that can be looked at as challenging, understandably so, but I'm not going to enable you. I'm not going to do it because it's not healthy. I'm healthy. I'm healthy and happy. That's the life I want to live. Happy, healthy life. I do a lot of work to stay that way. I, you know, I'm constantly working on my mental checklist. I am always self-regulating myself. You know, I will say I'm not a person that's out of line a lot. Now I used to be, you know, I didn't always choose my battles wisely. And I might have been a hothead at one point, but that was when I was younger and we're all kind of like that. Um, but I'm not out of line. And you know what? I'm not saying I'm perfect. And then when I am, I will apologize. I'm humble. I'm humble too. I'm humble. I'm not, I don't walk around thinking I'm better than anyone. Oh, let me, let me say another one. I've been told I need to get off my high horse. That somebody, somebody said to me, I, and you need a pony to get off your high horse. No, no, I don't. I don't. I'm very humble actually. It's just that again, I will speak truth. I will say uncomfortable things and I will not enable and I won't be taken advantage of. I can say the person that said that to me was trying to take advantage of me. And I stopped it. And they didn't like it. So again, that is challenging when you want to take advantage of somebody and they won't allow you to. Um, so there's, there is a difference here. And so when you're in this situation, especially if you're like me who all your life have been branded and made to believe that that's how you are when all you're doing is trying to stick up for the, the right thing. You're, you're trying to bring accountability where it needs to be. You know, I will say again, what I am is I bring accountability. 
First and foremost, I bring accountability to myself every single day. I don't expect, I'm not a hypocrite. I don't expect accountability from everybody else and not me. That's narcissistic. I do not do that. I bring on accountability to myself. I am the hardest person on me that you'll ever find. I'm, that's just me. And I know that. And, and again, it's been confirmed with many other people that truly know me. There's few, but they're special people. Um, so again, do this for yourself. You know, make a list. Say, what am I? And do like my kids did. I mean, they were asked three, but do as many as you can. I am blank. I am blank. I am blank. And then what have you been told you are? I am this. I am this. I am this. You know, this is what you have been branded. This is what people are trying to make you believe. And truly self-regulate and ask yourself, okay, is that truly what I am? Or is it just that, like I said, I, you don't, you're not taken advantage of. Well, that can seem like you're challenging, you know. I don't enable. So yeah, I guess that would be difficult. Um, you know, I am reasonable. So you can ask yourself, have I been reasonable in this, in this situation, you know? And yes, I have been very reasonable. My requests have been very simple. I have asked for simple, healthy boundaries and they can't abide by them. So that's not me being unreasonable at all. That's me holding my healthy boundary, you know, because if we don't do this, it's very, and this sounds kind of funny in a way, but it's so easy for people to mess with our mindset, especially when we get low and we're like tired and life's just kind of like a lot, which right now really is. I mean, I just read an article about the fact that with this pandemic, people are just on like mental load fatigue because there's just so much going on, so many decisions that need to be made. So many things that are different that people are just like tapping out. Like they're just like, oh my gosh, mentally, this is just so much. And so when you're finding yourself in a situation like that, and then unfortunately a situation that you need to handle comes your way, you can very easily allow that person to make you believe. And it's, it's also very easy to believe that too when other people around you are not like you. And they're not ones that want to speak truth or stand up for themselves or create healthy boundaries or not be an enabler. You know, when you're surrounded by a bunch of people in a certain situation that are very opposite from you, that make you feel like, well, unless you do what they are doing, you're going to look like the oddball. Then you spiral back into, oh, great. Well, now uh, maybe I'm in hothead. Maybe I am just challenging. You know, maybe I'm those things because you're the only one who's actually doing the things that speak true to who you are. And is that who they truly are? I don't know. They need to answer those questions for themselves. Should they be a little more less of an enabler or should they be a little bit more aware and be able to speak up or be able to create healthy boundaries and not just let people get away with stuff? Maybe or yeah, maybe that's just them. Maybe they could take the time if they recognize that they're that kind of person. Maybe they could take the time to work on that, to say, okay, maybe I need to go to therapy and I need to talk to a therapist to say, how can I better do this for myself? How can I not allow people to do this to me? That has to be their decision. But it's difficult because when you're surrounded by people that are not like you and don't tend to be that way, which typically I have found is a lot of people in my life because it's easier that way. 
It's so much easier not, it's just to enable somebody. It's so much easier just to take someone's abuse sometimes, especially if you're dealing with a narcissist, because it's so hard, the backlash you'll get for standing up. You know, sometimes it's just easier to allow someone to walk all over you because you know that if you say something to them, they're just, it's not going to be a good conversation. They do nothing wrong. And then the relationship ends and maybe you have a codependency to them that's unhealthy that you know should end, but you can't do it. And so you're just ignoring it, you know, um, it's so much easier just to keep your mouth shut and not start a fight because you don't want to look like the person who's a hothead or confrontational or you don't want to look like you're being um, inhumane or judgy or whatever. So I find that a lot of times it's really hard to to stand up for certain things. Um, it's hard to create healthy boundaries. I think this is why we find that there's so much unhealthiness in this world um, and that our relationships tend to be such a mess because, you know, quite honestly, they're not teaching this stuff in school and our parents teaching it to their kids because if they can't do it themselves, how can they teach their child to do it? So most likely it's not happening. I know that personally, a lot of the things that I teach my kids and I talk to my kids about, I'll be quite honest, most parents around me are like, whoa, I don't even ever talk to them about that stuff. Um, it's uncomfortable. I don't even know how to navigate that conversation. Um, you know, we know for how long, especially in the Christian community, that you don't talk about sex. You just tell your kids not to do it. You don't tell them how to be safe. You don't talk to them about it. Um, you just say don't have sex before marriage because it's sinful and it's not okay. And I don't want you to do that. I'm not stereotyping. I'm just saying that this tends to be something that Christians do because of it being in the Bible. But, you know, you got to talk to them about it. You not, you need to explain things to them. And even though you tell them not to do it, you got to teach them how to be safe because there's a possibility they might do it anyway. And would you rather know that they didn't know what the heck they were doing or help them along? That's my opinion. But again, even if you are just going to tell them not to do it, um, just talking about sex in general with your kids or inappropriate um, sexual behavior, you know, what to be aware of if somebody does something to them or just different things. There's so many different topics, whether it be sexual or whether it be just about life or boundaries or relationships or anything you know, they're not being talked about too much. And so I say this to say that, you know, most people, it's difficult for them to, to stand up at times and to, and so I feel very strongly that, um, again, if you want to bring up Christianity, I've had Christians tell me that my, the way that I am is not Christian. And I disagree with that. And I have really worked on my relationship with God. And I may not be understood by many Christians. And I may not like fit into the church scene. Um, but God knows my heart. I have a relationship with God. And I truly believe that he gets me. I know that I was not a mistake. I was brought here for a reason. And I am the way I am for a certain reason. And I do know that he puts me in situations for a reason. 
I do know that a lot of the times I am the only person that is going to speak what no one else can speak, say what no one else is willing to say, and do what no one else is willing to do at that time. And and I do know that time after time after time, what God provides me with the reminders when I need them, that as I look back in every single situation, that every single time people came to me and said, thank you, I'm glad you did that. We needed someone to be the leader in that. We needed somebody to stand us to a higher um, you know, level of integrity. We needed for someone to get our mindset right. And that even though I wasn't able to get on board right away, like I get it now. Things have all come to fruition and I'll see where my place really was needed and that there are certain people that the devil has placed in, in areas to cause trouble, to cause problems. Um, I'm a Christian in the sense that I will always reach out to even those that are, you know, that I feel like I'm confrontational with, I will always reach out and try to help them. But I'm not the kind of person that's going to help them by ignoring their inappropriate behavior or enabling them or lying to them and saying that the things that they're doing are okay when they're not. Um, I'm not the kind of person that's going to try to help them by coddling them. Um, That's not my style. That's not who I am. So that's me. And, but that doesn't mean that I'm not a helpful Christian person. That's not, that does not mean that I'm not trying to reach out to people and, and that I'm going against what God says, which is what a lot of people want to brand me as. I have actually helped a lot of people by, by doing that to them. Um, it doesn't always mean that they're going to stay on track. Um, but I have been able to pull people out and, and, and them say, oh my gosh, you like changed my perspective. You changed my life. Like, yes, you, you, you stopped that bad relationship I was in and I was able to stand up to that person and I'm a new person now. And I've been in situations where I have seen this happen. God reminds me of this every time I'm there again. And I'm questioning like, why? I don't want this. I don't need this. Now I feel branded again. Everyone's judging me. But God says, no, Anne, remember this, remember that, you know, And he reminds me of who I am and who I'm meant to be and that I am needed. I am needed. I am needed to be who I am. And that's like part of the purpose-driven life. And when you read that book and you live that mindset to say, know who you are and stand true to that because God brought you here for a specific purpose and if you aren't being true to who you are, you're not, you're not helping. You are needed. I'm not needed to just back down and be some other person. Like recently, I put myself in a position where I've been like trying to pretend for a long time just to pretend to be like everyone else. And then I finally realized that's not who the heck I am. I'm needed to be who I am. I'm good. I fight for the light. I fight with God beside me. I am fierce, I am strong, I am fearless, and I am fearlessly led with a spirit to act for justice and peace. But there has to sometimes be confrontation. There sometimes needs to be a fight. There sometimes has to be truth and honor and fierceness and standing firm. And putting the truth in people's faces and not enabling people to just believe that 
things are the way they think that they need to be just for their comfort level. You know, sometimes there has to be the fierce protection of your comfort to say, no, I am not going to be uncomfortable and silenced because of your comfort, because that's not okay. It's not okay because you can't deal with your life and your circumstances and your mistakes. I have to be uncomfortable and I have to be silenced and I have to be shamed. No. You know, sometimes that is still okay. Or a lot of times I have done it in the, in the name of other people. I haven't always done this just for myself. I've done this for other people in places where I've been placed where I'm like, whoa, this person is clearly being mistreated here. Like this person, like this is not okay. These people are being led astray here. Like I'm not going to be told that I'm going to do this a certain, like this is not okay. Like, but you have these people thinking it is. And so I have been in many different situations and I am, like I said, constantly reminded of all these situations that have been shown to me how it was so needed for me to be who I am and reminded of times when I wasn't who I needed to be and how that affected my life as well. So all this to say, remind yourself, make a list. Who are you? What do, are your values? I recently read an article about a woman who talked about having a mission statement and values like you would with a business, you know, your why for doing everything. How businesses will sit down and do this, but as a family, do we ever? And I read this a while ago, and I've already implemented this into my daily life, and I've also implemented it into being a homeschool mom. In I treat my homeschool days like a business. I treat everything that I do like a business. We have our mission statement. I have my why of everything, and it's kind of the center core of everything, what our values lie in and all that stuff. And so... This is kind of along that same thing to say for yourself, like, who am I? And who, and if you aren't those things and you want to be, how can you get there? And who have you been branded to be? And what else could it be besides those things? And are you doing your self-regulation? And in that process, are you making rights with certain people that maybe you need to make right with? Or changing certain things that maybe you needed to make changes in or you know it's it's this constant domino effect of self-regulation and reminding yourself who am I so when you're in those times you know time with God prayer who does he need you to be choose your battles know where you're supposed to be where you're not supposed to be um and it's a beautiful thing and but it never ends I mean I'm speaking this like an expert and I'm not like it's a never-ending process I think that's why I get so frustrated because I'm like oh my gosh I thought we had arrived God and now you're gonna like peel another layer and I thought we arrived like yay we're there I get it now and then it's like it's it's a constant process and it can be exhausting and I think this might be why people just tap out and say you know what I know I should get involved in this. That would be the right thing to do, but I just don't have the energy. I don't even know how because you get kind of just like tired of it. And I get that. But, you know, that's just not okay. And so 
who are you? It's something that I think we need to ask ourselves, not just today, not just tomorrow, every single day. It's a constant journey. Maybe revisit it again in, in 30 days to say, okay, who am I? Who am I? You know, and are, am I getting closer to all of these I am's? 100% and not just a little bit, you know, because as you make changes over the, la- over the next 30 days, to say, you know what, I want to be more bold. I want to stand up for myself. Well, are you actually doing that? Or is that just something you wish you could be? And how over the next 30 days can you can you truly be someone that does stand up for themselves, but with kindness and, and humility and, you know, understanding and being reasonable, but how can you stand up for yourself without believing that then that makes you a bad person, right? Because it's often too easy to think those things to say, no, but then everyone's going to think I'm a bad person. They're going to think I'm mean, you know, it's just not going to look good. Um, I don't even know what to say. And then you have to be strong enough that when they come back at you and try to tell you, no, you say, well, no, no, uh, you're doing something I've asked you not to do. Could we just please revisit the fact that you need to stop doing it and really truly stand up for yourself? Um, so, yeah, this all sparked, like I said, from my kids doing this lesson, and I thought it would be a really neat podcast to share. Um, and I love doing my podcast just for the simple fact that I oftentimes will go back and listen to them, and it's like such a reminder for me um, to say, wow, like, yeah, I was in that awesome place, and I need to get back there again. Um, those were some good reminders, even for me, to remind myself Um, so I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I hope that you'll take the time to actually do the exercises that I said to do. And as always, I love to hear from people to see, you know, what have you found helpful? You know, what do you have to share? You know, I love hearing other people's perspectives and viewpoints and stories. You know, I think the thing that I just want to end on is that we need to remember too, that when we go through a situation it's always an opportunity to reach out and, and be able to understand and, and hear people's stories and to remember not to be too silent about things because when you're willing to open up and, and tell people things and talk to people, it's amazing to have that connection with other people as they share stories with you that really can help fill you up and give you that strength that you need at the time to know that you're not alone in certain things um, or just that you're understood, you know, because I think it can be kind of sad and lonely sometimes to feel like nobody gets us or understands us or we've allowed ourselves to be branded and and we, we allow people to speak to us with like a stigmatism kind of chip on their shoulder or, you know, I've been in that place where you know, I've allowed people to talk to me a certain way that I'm just like, that's not fair. Why do I let them say those things about me or make those jokes about me when it's like, that's not who I am. And I don't know why you're saying those things, you know. Um, It's just neat to hear feedback and stories. And so I hope that by sharing a little bit of my heart on my podcast, um, you gain something from it. I hope that you share it if you find value in it so that somebody else can hopefully hear something that might resonate with them. And I love to hear from you to see what you think. So 
Until next time, this is In the Studio with Anne podcast.